We're talking this week about the ministry of choosing to become your spouse's best friend. Everybody needs a best friend. Why wouldn't it be our spouse? Well, it's because we're different genders with different temperaments, but it's so important to pursue becoming one by pursuing to become your spouse's best friend. You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes. I'm your host, Ruthie J, and you guys have been married how long? 40 years. 40 years. You didn't think I knew that. Years. You looked at me, you knew she would know, and you looked at Just me. Just testing. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was evil, actually. <laughs> well, 40 years. We were like 10 years old. Yes, we got we married. Got married at <laughs> Very young. Rosemary's eight, and I was 10, yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, over the years, does your friendship get easier? Does it become more enjoyable? Because you kind of get the groove or what? I think that all depends on the couple. I think it all depends on that what they such choose. That's a politically correct No, but answer. it's the truth. For us, oh, were you asking me? <laughs> oh, she's me? asking for you, oh, I think. ours, yes. yes. I think it's just very rare when we have any really difficulties, really, don't you think? Of course, we have conflicts. Everybody has conflicts. But I think we've learned to deal with them. And yes, I think we're very comfortable with where we are in our, our friendship. I think one of the things that Rosemary's done in our marriage is she's understood the beatitude where it doesn't say, blessed are the peacekeepers. It says, blessed are the peacemakers. Mm -hmm. And so she has discovered the way, this should be a whole nother broadcast week, she's discovered the way to confront issues without setting me up to take me on. I'm really good at talking, but I'm also really good at arguing. So, And I have all the insecurities of everybody else. So when I find out I've done something wrong, there's a way to handle me that's better than other ways. And Rosemary, being smarter than me, has learned how to take some of those things on in a way that people ask us. We actually go on vacation in the summer, um, and we go up to the mountains and uh, spend two and three weeks alone in the mountains uh, at a little house in the mountains. I've had friends say, what? do you guys do up there? Well, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I think most marriages would say, doesn't she drive you insane or mm. what would oh, you no, do Oh, no, in our marriage, I think yeah. people would you ask know? her the other way. <laughs> um, doesn't he make you crazy? But, but I love doing that. And we have become best friends. We spend most of our time laughing at me and some of the um, ridiculous things I get myself into or do or projects or whatever. But end of the day, there's a lot of forgiveness necessary. End of the day, there's a lot of laughter. And we had to choose to enjoy spending time together and understand mm -hmm. each other. Yeah, and people would, if they knew what we did up there, would be so totally bored. But that is an example, Ruthie, of, of learning each other's, as you put it, groove, you know, that we just learned and we've learned to really, really enjoy, and we like the same things. We love to read, we love to study, we love to talk about what we're learning, and we spend hours every day talking, which sounds maybe boring, but it's wonderful. It's very, very stimulating and fun to be up there unplugged from the world for a yeah. while. So the key is kind of finding what you can both enjoy mm -hmm. doing together. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the key, you find it in Philippians 2.4. It says, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And we kind of look to the interests of each other when we're up there. Rosemary could go look at things or visit things forever. And she understands that even the thought of that gives me a body rash. And so we just, what do you want to do today? And we both kind of do that. But those are excuses to talk. She's learned, let's go look at this, but we're talking the whole time while we're looking at her doing projects there. I think it's part of the best friendship and best friends strive to be self-sacrificing. How do I sacrifice for this person? And the problem is I don't come into marriage with that mentality. I got married 
married to a absolutely gorgeous woman who was on the homecoming court in high school and college. Unfortunately, she didn't know she was, uh, which probably is how I got her, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, but I got the prize. And so we can't even use the phrase, got married. Look what I got. And yet we have to learn to do marriage. And part of doing marriage is becoming best friends, is becoming this one person, two people uh, with their same attributes. And that means getting me out of the way. That means sacrificing. And we are not selfless people. By nature, we are very self-absorbed, self-centered, self-centered, not me, but you, but selfish. And on top of just by nature, by naturally having to fight that in ourselves, we have a very self-absorbed culture that teaches us: you deserve a break today, Mm. and aren't you worth it? You know, some of those little pet phrases we hear on commercials, and so we get this mentality that if I don't stand up for myself here, who will? We're fed an already self-centered nature uh, by our culture, and so it's very difficult, and it's unnatural, really, to be other-oriented. When we're disagreeing, if I win, we lose. When we lose, I lose. Mm -hmm. When we're disagreeing, when we win, I win. We all win. And so we've got to learn to sacrifice for just like a best friend would. You would say to your best friend, I can't believe you did that for me. I can't believe you did that. And you always do that. I can't believe you did that again and again and again. Rosemary, one of her best friends, it was her birthday this week, and she that, that best friend did something, one of her best friends did something very, very nice for her. And so, you know, saying, I can't believe you did that for me. That's what needs to be in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And yes, it takes a lot of years to get there because we have to work to keep our friendships out there, but we think we're married. We don't have to work to keep this going. Mm-hmm. We have to work to keep this burning. That's awesome. We have to work at being self-sacrificing, and that's part of the best friendship, Mm, isn't it? And it's so hard if you've grown up, you know, not learning how to do that, sacrificing Mm -hmm. for the other one. Then you kind of grow up, okay, well, I'm entitled to be served also. Hey, if I'm going to be cooking and cleaning all day, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to kind of come home and listen to me then, you know, or something like that. You know, your perspective is a give and take. Hey, we meet halfway. All these things that are logical in our head. And it just, it's not working out because we get frustrated because we think I give and I'm supposed to receive. And when it doesn't work out, Well, the the greatest bridegroom didn't meet us halfway. The greatest bridegroom hung on the cross. But you just gave the reason for this on a parenting broadcast because our children need to see us sacrifice for each other. Rosemary loves music. Rosemary loves classical music. She loves all music. And for years, we would go to the Messiah. Corridge Presbyterian Church would do a magnificent uh, Messiah. It got to the point where it was every other year for a while. And we were sitting there at the Messiah that Rosemary loves and teaching Tori to love it and trying to teach us to love it. And Roby looked over at me. He was about 10. And he says, Dad, do you like this? And I, I wish he hadn't said that quite so loud because the man in front of us burst out laughing also. And I said, no, not really. And he said, then why are we here? I said, we're here because Mom likes this. Because Mom likes this. So our children need to see us sacrificing for each other. It's very, very, very important. Very mm-hmm. important. We need to strive to go after sacrificing each other. So one of the things best friends do, they're self-sacrificing. Right. And as I said a minute ago, it's not natural. And, and our culture doesn't feed that. We're fed to be self-sufficient and entitled, as you use the word, Ruthie. I like that. We, we tend to think that because we just don't think about the other person naturally. Have 
Have you noticed that maybe in your years of counseling, though, how maybe there's one person in the marriage that gives a lot more and over time it does kind of even out or the other one kind of kicks in? We're like, oh, okay, maybe I should give it. Is that motivational? I'd like to think so. But sometimes I I look at situations, I'm like, you know, he's given so much, she's not, for example, Mm -hmm. and she's never going to get it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think they've not talked to each other. I think we both need to give it. And I think, yes, in our marriage for the first eight years, Rosemary gave it all. And I was a workaholic. I justified it by ministry. I've got to work 14-hour days. I'm in the ministry. But she still worked at making peace, not just keeping keeping the peace at all costs, and it's not in my temperament, and she's not confrontational. It's not in her temperament, but she would say, can we talk about this? I I know you're busy right now, but Friday night when we go uh, get a whatever, can we talk about this while we're sitting having coffee at Starbucks or whatever? Can we talk about this? So it's very important to pursue that, and that's even a sacrifice for Rosemary. It's a sacrifice for Rosemary to confront Mm. And But she had to sacrifice her temperament somewhat so that I would slowly get it. Bob, when I do this and you just obliviously walk through it and leave all the dishes there, like I didn't do anything, or don't say, it's just, it hurts my feelings. Well, I didn't mean it like that, Rosemary. If you want me to help you with the dishes, why don't you just say something? I, I will from now on, but it's just nicer when I don't have to say something. It's those little things over and over and over. The way you say it. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think it's very important that um, we do mentor each other in the sense of Mm, being an example. But the other side of the coin is I don't think that we're supposed to be a doormat either. I don't think that is a good thing for the marriage. And so it needs to be discussed. It needs to be brought to the table. If you feel like you're spending way more uh, energy and effort for the marriage sake and the developing of the friendship's sake, it needs to be talked about. But again, in a way that honors and loves each other well. You know, and I, I hear what you say, Ruthie. I, I've had people say, I feel like I'm working on this marriage so much harder than my spouse. Mm-hmm. Have you told him? Because that's usually the way it is. Well, I, he just, he doesn't hear. Right, then find the way that he does hear. Find the way that he will listen. That, find the, the place. Find, mm-hmm. find him. You do that with your babies. You learn how to communicate mm-hmm. with your children. You find that's not the time to talk to that child about that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and you find those moments to do that. So I think we have to sacrifice even our way of communicating sometimes Mm. to communicate, to call in on that other phone Mm -hmm. line. And then I think one thing, you know, we've been talking about really heavy things of of, – about being self-sacrificing. But I think another one that I think we lose sight of sometimes is that we just need to have fun with each other. But anyway, um, (laughs) best friends need to be fun. We need to have laughter in our homes. That great verse, such a familiar one, Proverbs 17, 22, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And sometimes we're so heavy and everything is an issue and we just need to lighten up and find fun. And fun is usually Usually, the best kind of fun usually is free fun. Mm, Free fun and self-deprecating fun, not fun at the other person's expense. It's so much more fun when you do something to make the other person laugh that you've done to you, whatever it is. Everybody has to find themselves. Mm But, wow, fun and laughter are such a missing medicine Mm -hmm. in tense relationships today. It's very, very, very important. When we were first married, Rosemary and I were very active in an election. And as we were active in that election, 
election, she was very misinformed and pulling for the wrong candidate. And so I went to the campaign headquarters back in the early 70s and got a picture of my guy. And I, she came into the apartment when and she came into the apartment. I had taken the painting down over the couch and put my guy's picture right there, front and center, oh over gosh. the couch. <laughs> then later on that night, as I got ready to go to the bathroom, I found that she had scotch taped the picture of my guy to the underside of the toilet seat. So we spent the next weeks seeing who could get home from work first to either elevate or desecrate the picture of this poor guy, which, by the way, I'm sure cost him the election. Or oh. we did to his picture, yes. And I realized, wow, I'm laughing driving home. I'm laughing when I pull into the lot. If she's already there, I'm laughing, imagining what she's done. If she's not, I'm laughing what I can do first with this picture and realize it doesn't take much to have fun. It's like, remember fun? Mm. Fun is so important. So, you know, one of the things that best friends do is they're self-sacrificing. Another thing, friends bring fun into the relationship. What's another thing friends do? Well, and I think the most important uh, thing that we do for each other, really, is best friends strive to be spiritually challenging. And um, the verse for that one is Proverbs thirteen twenty: He who walks with wise grows wise, but the companion of fools suffers harm. And I think that is such a tricky thing, again, for a married couple, but... If we can learn how we can encourage each other spiritually, I think that's just so important. I think it's important to, uh, to acknowledge that we're going to be at different spiritual levels. And those are going yeah. to shift. There's mm-hmm. going to be times, you know, when when she's going to be way beyond him spiritually. She's questing for something. And there's going to be times where he is. And it's finding that. You know, and for years, Rosemary and I using Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest, both of us separately. So we could just find a time to say, what'd you get out of that? And most of the time, that was me saying, that was so hard. What'd you get out of that? And just spending some minutes talking about it mm-hmm. till we can get to the point where we're actually, you know, praying together. Just spending some time praying or whatever it is, but iron sharpens iron, and we want to be sharpening each other in this room. Best friends are spiritually challenging. That's the ultimate, because it is God. You know, the the strand of three is not easily broken. It's God that will meld this friendship, make it into a best friendship, and make it into a better marriage. You've been listening to Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes here on Parenting on Purpose. I'm your host, Ruthie J. If you want to hear this program again or any of the ones from earlier this week, you can go online to parentingonpurpose.org. Even sign up to get the program automatically in your email box every day. Uh, If you want to find out more about the children's homes, even more resources about marriage or parenting, uh, go to Sheridan House Family Ministries website. It's shfm.org. You can even give to support the children's homes uh, easily on your cell phone by texting two letters. Just send the letters SH and send them to 41518. That'll add $10 to your cell phone bill and give it directly to the ministry. And we hope you'll join us uh, next week as we discuss another topic here on Parenting on Purpose.